0: What is up, gang. Welcome back to another episode. So, <laughs> welcome back, guys. Um, I'm gonna give you guys a little rundown on my week. I think this is coming out on Tuesday, so I am a little late this week, but I'll give you the reasoning behind it. So, I've literally been so busy lately, like, have not had time to just sit down busy. So, that is why this episode's coming out late. I was in a different state, I was traveling this weekend didn't have time to film. I literally took all my podcast stuff with me, didn't even get the chance to film, but I have some very exciting news coming in this next month for you guys, and I'm very excited to talk about it with you guys. Like, you guys are going to freak. I love you guys so much. Um. So, this week, I was thinking about what I was going to talk about, and obviously, like, this podcast, is, it's not something that's just, like, for me. Like, I love talking to you guys, and I love hearing feedback, but it's also for you guys. Like, This is something that I know genuinely helps people and at first I started off as something kind of like small and I didn't really think it would get to the point where people are asking me about life advice and asking me all these questions and what they should do and telling me how much this podcast has like changed like a bunch of things for them in their life and I think for me having that sort of platform it really just like makes me like very grateful very very grateful because I never thought that people would want to listen about my experiences and think that I can help them with their lives and give them advice about their issues and their relationship problems and their dating life and their mindset and their mental health and the things that they're encountering in their life all alone and I'm very happy and grateful that I can talk about that so we are getting into some questions uh, if you guys could go follow the Baddie Bible Instagram that I made, that would be very useful because that is like, I'm really bad at answering my regular DMs on my regular Instagram. So if you guys want to go to that one, I put up like these little like question polls so that people can like talk to me about what they want to talk about. And then you can also DM me on there and I'll usually respond. And I'll usually use it in an episode like this one where I'm responding to a bunch of questions. So if you guys could go do that, that would be great because I do not have a lot of publicity on that page yet. So without further ado, let's get into things. Because I do have some longer questions. I do have some shorter questions. So we're just going to start and we're going to elaborate. And I picked about like 10, I think, that I thought were pretty good questions. So first question. (laughs) address stuff about overcoming hate as a female athlete. Um, okay. Well, that is like a very big topic that I have had in my life. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I started playing hockey when, and this girl plays hockey too. I know this girl. Okay. She's really sweet. Love her. Okay. So I started playing hockey four or five years ago, I think. And I play on a boys team. I play on a girls team. Boys, experiences that I've had in the past have not gone too well <laughs> I'd say um like playing rec with boys was like fine like because I grew up like playing like rec and everything like everyone does but like there's no like girls I don't know if up north there's like girls wreck, but like where I live it's only like guys rec like you're solely with men so I was with boys growing up and they some of them like when I was, like, 11, like, they were all, like, very nice to me. Like, I was good friends with them. All of a sudden, (laughs) I start hitting puberty before they do. So when I hit puberty and young little tiny Maddie starts to grow as a woman and her face stops looking like a baby face and she starts changing her style. A lot of, you know, a lot of things happen when you go through puberty and when that happened, a lot of the guys started to creep me out a lot and make me feel extremely uncomfortable. Um, And then I ended up playing for a girls team, like, after rec, I played single A boys, and then I played on a girls team for the first time. But it was like, so uncomfortable, because like, they started kind of, like, sexualizing me and, like, seeing me in a completely different way when I thought, like, they were just, like, brothers to me, you know what I mean? So, it creeped me out a lot. I left, end of story. Like, I played rec for two years and I left, so. But then I played single boys hockey, went absolutely horrible. Um, I was actually rostered on the team, but I didn't have time to make any of the games because I was playing girls, too, and girls comes for boys for me, so. Um, yeah, got into two fights at practice, like, fight fights, like fist fights with, like, another guy. Absolutely horrible. Still hate him to this day. In fact, he probably listens to this podcast, so I hope you know that I really, really do not like you still, and I think you're a horrible person and a horrible influence for the things that you've done to multiple people, and I'm so happy that you got kicked out of the organization I was playing for. Anyways, besides the point, um, and everyone hates this kid, not just me. (laughs) So, I think that, like, being a female athlete, like, I love it. Like, personally, like, I don't know. Hate, like, it kind of keeps me going. Like, it makes me want to prove you wrong, and I always end up proving you wrong. So, I think, like, I I genuinely like the hate. That's why when people, like, just tell me stuff about my podcast, I just laugh at them. Because I'm just like, okay, okay. Like, thank you. Like, I don't know what to say to that. You know, I just kind of like ignore it. It's not really something that gets in my head at all. I mean, the worst type of hate I've ever gotten has been from coaches because I've had a lot of issues with some coaches in the past. And that has really affected me a lot because I don't know, it's just like coaches, I feel like it's a lot more of a different like perspective and everything. So Sometimes when a coach is hard on you and, like, gets in your head, that really hurts your feelings. And a lot of coaches in hockey have genuinely made me hate it sometimes. And a few times I've walked away from the game because of it, which is very unfortunate. But I've always bounced back, and I've always found better coaches, and I've always found better groups of people to play with that make me a lot more comfortable and a lot of people that are nice to me and kind and everything. So So, talking about, like, the now, playing girls – being a female, and, uh, like, my girls team gets hate, like, I'm sure every girls team does, like, from men, like, not, usually women don't really hate on other women like that, it's always from the men, but, you know, like, there are some women that hate on, like, other teams and everything, but, like, you know, or females, but usually, most of the time, it's the men, because we're just, like, the less fortunate in the situation of playing hockey, because hockey was a male-dominated sport for a very, very, very long time, so... That, though, I mean, in the now, I'm playing for a guys' team, and I love each and every single one of them. They're so great to play with. I literally love it. Like, the sole reason why I do it is because it's fun for me, plus I get practice time during the week. Those are the two reasons why I do it, because I genuinely like the people there. I like the atmosphere. And, I don't know, I just – I love high school hockey. It's fun, you know? (laughs) Like, it's like the other side of hockey where I can just go to do it just to have fun. And I don't have to worry about anything else. Like, I'm solely there to just have fun, be myself, and make friends and do whatever I want. Like, and I think that's, like, the nice part about playing boys. Like, it's something where I know, like, I'm not going to the NHL. Like, it's something where I can just take away from, like, the bad parts of the game, the really serious parts and the stressful parts. And I can just go and have fun because hockey was all about fun. And now it's something that's watched by probably a billion people and, you know, is very serious for most people. So that's why I really like boys a lot. And then girls, like I absolutely love girls too. Like they're definitely two completely different situations. Like <laughs> when I play on my boys team, like I feel like a princess most of the time. And then when I play on my girls team, it's just like I'm everyone else. You know what I mean? So, and I feel like for a lot of times, like boys, it's really hard for them to understand like guys on my team. Like I don't think they understand like how hard it can be sometimes, but honestly, like, A lot of women that I've talked to who play in the league that I play in and they play for boys' teams, like, for them, most of the time, it's miserable. They absolutely hate it. I don't know what it is about me, but I get along with each and every single one of my teammates, and I have personal relationships with almost each and every single one of them, like, friends. So, that's, like, really nice, because I feel like for a lot of women that I've talked to, they're not friends. They're probably friends with one guy on their boys' team. I'm friends with, like, all of them I consider my friends. So... That's something that's like definitely nice about things. And it's just like, it's wonderful. Like I just, I love it, you know? So I'm very, I'm very grateful that I also have, I I play with mostly men on my team, you know? Most kids over there, like they don't act like little boys, you know, maybe a few of them. But in the league, like there's a lot of guys who are very, very sexist, very. (laughs) So, you know, I've had problems in the past, like with guys on other teams being sexist toward me. And guys on other teams having issues with me just because I am a girl playing like in a league that is ultimately dominated by only basically men. So yeah, so that's definitely my advice on that. I just think that every girl should really just ignore the hate and do things that they like. Um, Anytime I am going into a team or I'm going into a locker room or an atmosphere or a clinic or a private lesson or whatever the case is, anytime I'm going into something... If it's not making me happy, my mental health comes first. It comes before my sport, it comes before whatever. Because there were so many times where I put my sport ahead of my mental health and that completely destroyed me ultimately. You know, it's hard to play the game when that's all happening like inside of your head. So ultimately when I am going into something and I feel like there's nothing I can learn from it, there's nothing I can take out of it that's positive, there's nothing I can have fun with, there's nothing I can improve on, I walk away from the game and I don't play with that team, I don't do that private lesson, I don't hang around with those people and skate with them, like if there's nothing I can take out of it, I would just walk away from it, and I go do something else, because there's always going to be better things out there, and there's always going to be new opportunities, there's always going to be chances, there's always going to be a team that likes you for you, and a team that is fit for you, a team that needs you there, a team that's dependent on you, there's always going to be teams, By doing all of those things and walking away from what is right for me, like, there's always going to be a coach out there who appreciates you, who needs you there. There's going to be teams out there who need you there. There's going to be people out there who want you there because you're fun or because you're a good player because they need you. Like there's someone, there's a team out there, there's a person out there, whatever the case is, there's always opportunities out there that need you. So when people don't make a team, or when people are stressed out about this situation, where am I going to go to college? Where am I going to play next year? Where I want to go up to a higher level? How am I going to do that? You know, like, just don't worry about it. Like, there's going to be opportunities. You have to let yourself be available for those opportunities and to try those opportunities. But at the end of the day, there is a right team for you out there. And I know it's really, really stressful. But like, I know, like, I promise you, it is going to happen. Like, your career isn't just going to like, end because you can't find a team or you can't find this or you can't find that. Like, if, if your career ends, that's if it's not because of an injury, then it's because of you. It's because your drive is not motivated enough. Because if you were motivated enough, you put yourself in a position to get those new opportunities for yourself. So that is what I have to say about that, though. Um, okay, next question. We'll just stick with the hockey stuff first because, you know what, we're just going to do it anyways. So who's your favorite on the team <laughs> from a kid on my boys team? <laughs> uh, I do not have a favorite. I like you all the same. I mean like honestly it kind of depends on the day sometimes because some of you guys are pretty annoying and then other days I literally like love you guys but I don't know kind of depends but for the most part it's just all the same (laughs) like some of you guys I talk to more than others but yeah okay next question um okay so we are (laughs) this is also kind of something to do with our team this is alumni maverick croopy says you can feature my name Why do hot girls end up with ugly guys and don't say it's because of their personality because it's just no way true 100%? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so, um, okay, this is a hard one. Um, most of the time when a girl gets with a guy who is like lower than their level. So let's just put you in a position where I want everyone to imagine a guy in their head right now because I know, I know everyone knows this guy. He's not that great looking and it's not hard to be good looking. Like sometimes it's just like, like, it's not hard. I'll I'll tell you why it's not hard. So imagine like a really ugly guy. Like just imagine an ugly guy right now in your head. Now, girls, what if the guy you are imagining right now, what is he wearing? You know, what is he wearing? How does he like take care of him? So you're probably thinking of like some really nerdy guy who doesn't take care of himself, probably sweats a bunch, looks really disgusting, his hair is just not it. Like, if you want to be attractive, go and be attractive. It is not that hard. Especially with everything we have nowadays. Like, girls, we have makeup. Like, we have, you can go get a facial. You can go get a tan. You can go do all this stuff to make you attractive. So you could technically, genetically being born, like, genetically coming from your parents, you could be born and you could grow up. And if we strip all your clothes away, all the the tan, the acne medicine, whatever, if we take all of that away, genetically, you might be a four or like a three, right? Then you add braces to that. You add a little little self-tanner. You add good style. You know, you add like some good like jewelry. You add like you know, maybe you do your eyebrows, you take care of yourself as a man, that, oh my gosh, like, you're a 10, automatically, you are a 10, so if you want to be attractive, just go be attractive, and that's why I feel like a lot of guys, like, they, I hear this all the time, like, guys are like, why is she dating him, he's so ugly, genetically, yes, he might be a little ugly, (laughs) and, like, not maybe the brightest looking, but, like, You put all those factors into him taking care of himself and trying his best. Like, he becomes so hot. Because I'll see guys who are kind of, like, genetically, like, they are beautiful. Like, they got the blue eyes. They have the nice, like, jawline, the nice hair, whatever it is. But then they don't take care of themselves. They're not plucking their eyebrows. They're not on Accutane. They're not on all of this other stuff. Like, automatically, that becomes unattractive. Like, you could be genetically a 10, but because of all of that, you drop down to about a 2. For instance, like, if you are sitting next to us, we will literally be looking down at your fingertips to make sure you're clipping them and make sure you don't have dirt underneath your nails. Like, we notice the littlest things. Like, if you do puck your eyebrows, like, whatever you're doing, we notice it. If you do shower after practice, you know, whatever the case is, we know if you're taking care of yourself, and we know if you're not. Just based on straight up either looking at you or maybe having, like, a few Snapchats with you, we know. So that automatically will put you up if you are doing all of those things and you are taking care of yourself and you do have good hygiene. Oh my gosh, that puts you up the scale like so much because I feel like men don't have good hygiene until they start really like maturing and becoming men. You know, a lot of boys, no boys have good hygiene. That's not a thing. Like they don't have good hygiene. So once you really start, becoming a man you start to realize oh my gosh like I need to like fix some stuff like this is not good for me like I don't like how this looks and I can change it so I might as well just change it because I become more attractive and I like how it looks you know so and I feel like also it comes from confidence too because guys who are confident that automatically and girls too like this goes for both like genders like The other gender finds it so attractive when one is like really like confident. So, automatically, if you're like, okay, this will make me feel more attractive, and you make yourself feel more attractive by doing whatever the thing is, like you'll start to feel more confident. So, therefore, you're also becoming more hot. So, when Maverick, when you say something like, why do the hot girls end up with ugly guys? Like to you, they may be ugly. Like to you, like genetically or to other people, you know, everyone has different types. Like some girls like dad bods, some girls like abs, some girls like tall guys, some girls even like short guys, like who are shorter than them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I like, there's one person out there. There's people out there for everyone. Like there is a type out there for you looks-wise, you know, I'm more of, like, a personality type of person, you know, like, I do have, like, my things with looks, which is basically just, like, you gotta have good hygiene, gotta have, like, I really like nice hair, nice hair is, like, a really big, like, flick for me, I don't know, um, I feel like that's for most girls, like, we really like guys with nice hair, um, uh, but nice hair comes with taking care of yourself, so I feel like it all really leads back to taking care of themselves, so, Hot girls end up with ugly guys because of a few things. One, good hygiene, taking care of themselves. Two, confidence. Three, which is the one that you said, don't say it's just give you guys a personality. Like, that is true, but it's not all just personality. Like, we want the man to be, like, attractive. And being attractive comes from you just being confident and you believing that you are attractive. Because once you start believing you're attractive, you become attractive to other people. You know, obviously, not in a cocky way, which is exactly what I talk about, and I think episode four, men, is that you are your ego? That episode, I think, is four. Not sure. But, no, it's definitely five. Okay, it's five, I think. But, like, literally, that is solely what I talk about in that episode. About being confident, but not having your ego so high that you're rude to people. Okay, so, I think that answers that question. So, now we are moving on to, like, more of a relationship-type questions that I got. So, why do boys say there's nothing going on between them and their ex, but they keep their ex around, they're most likely cheating on them right? Um, I do believe this, and I will tell you why. So, in certain scenarios, are people and their ex's friends? Like, obviously not, like, if they're close friends, immediate, no. Like, 100%. Absolutely not. But I feel like you should look at yourself before you look at somebody else. So are you friends with your ex? Are you friends with like, cause I'm friends with one of, we weren't exes, but like we talked and you know, he's one of like the first guys I really like, really, really liked. And he's like one of my best friends now. So when I'm dating someone and they tell me that, I'm just like, that's all right. Because I literally feel the same exact way about this guy. Like he's literally like a brother to me now. And it absolutely disgusts me that I even talked to him and was attracted to him because I don't see how. But you know what? That was, like, like two years ago. So I totally understand. So for that situation, like, look at yourself before you look at them. But if you don't have anything going on with yourself, like, you don't have anything going on with your ex, like, you don't, you do, do not, like, understand. Like, absolutely at all. And this person and them have, like, a known ex past. Like, it's not just, like... Oh, like, I talked to them for two weeks. We went on a date. It didn't work out. It was like, oh, we dated for this long. This is what happened. They cheated on me. Or this is why we broke up. Like, it was a long, it was a long ride. If it was a long ride, then there's only a few excuses of why they can be allowed to be friends. A, they share something really, really similar in common. For instance, like, if their families are super close. Like, I know a lot of girls who've been in situations where their families are, like, family friends type of thing. Then you're like you're not, obviously I don't want you to be closer and do your ex. Absolutely not. But in that situation, totally understand. Maybe go to school with them. I don't know the case. But if that's not any of the situations and it's literally like he's just kind of like keeping his ex around, like in his back pocket, you know, and like say, like, oh, we're just friends, like <laughs> they're not friends. <laughs> um, even if he's not cheating on you like at all, like at all, like he's not cheating on you with her, he's not cheating on you with anyone that's his backup plan. Or you could just be getting played the whole time and you're his backup plan. You know, you're the rebound. You're the girl to make the other girl jealous. You don't know. So it's kind of like, I think it would be healthy to have an open conversation with whoever that is like in your life. If that's happening to you right now, like have an open, open like conversation about it because it's it he needs a wake up call and I feel like for women like personally I'd never put myself I know girls who put themselves in these situations and I feel like if y'all want to listen to my podcast sooner, you wouldn't be in these situations because personally from coming from me speaking and coming from other strong independent women that I know, I wouldn't even put myself in that situation because I respect myself too much, way too much to do that. Absolutely not. Never gonna be coming for me Will I ever, 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 ever be talking to a guy, dating a guy, whatever the case is, if they are in full-on contact with their ex, like, full freaking on contact with their ex, and they're great friends, and they're doing this whole little little best friend, not, uh, 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 not happening, not happening, BS. Um... Yes, they will most likely cheat on you with them, but even if they don't, you're probably the rebound, or they're probably just, like, the next girl kind of in line, you know, and they're, like, once you guys break up, they'll just, like, get with their ex again, you know what I mean? Like, it's that sort of thing. It's it's the backup plan, you know? Like, it's one of those things where you're, like, oh my god, like, you're the love of my life, but we can't be together right now, so I'm gonna go date other people, babe, and then, like, we can bounce back, like, after a little, you know what I mean? Like... Like, I'm so sorry if that's happening to you right now. Like, that absolutely sucks. So I'm really sorry about that. But, yeah, that's my advice. Just don't even put yourself in that situation. You know what I mean? Like, you respect yourself too much. You're way too much of a queen. So don't even do it. Okay, so next question. How did you discover the baddie mentality and how does it apply to your future relationships and life occurrences you may have? okay, this is such a good question, like, I'm very impressed, okay, so, I discovered the batting mentality, like, I don't want to say, like, I made it up, but, like, it was, like, always a mentality that I, like, kind of had, especially after I went through some things a few months ago in my life where I just needed a freaking wake-up call, and I, you know, I started looking at the women that I've always looked up to, like, my mom and, like, celebrities, and, You know, just strong, independent women in my life. And I got a lot of advice from them from certain situations. And I did a lot I've done a lot of psychology research, like legitimate psychology research, because I wanted to be a psychologist for a very long time. And I studied a lot of that stuff outside of school. It was completely my decision to study. And I do not regret doing it, even though I don't want to be a psychologist anymore. Um, I feel like it really helped me to understand people's mental health mindsets and everything and after that like my i've always been a really good like advice giver but not as, as good as i like am now like if you would have looked at me a year ago like i would not be like talking to you guys like i am right now but a lot of girls would always come to me for advice and then eventually like i feel like i kind of started like glowing a little bit like i started giving advice to people like just like you know just like texting people and stuff like when my friends would ask me about situations and then all of a sudden my friends Whenever their friends are texting them about a situation, they're like, you need to go talk to my friend Maddie because she's like, she's really good at advice Like, you need to go talk to her. And then all of a sudden I'm getting like random ads on Snapchat, random DMs, comments, whatever the case is, like people just asking for advice. And I'm like, whoa, okay, so I'm going to make a story for this on my Snapchat. So this is exactly what I did. And I answered questions on there, I ranted on there, I just talked about things in my life, whatever the case is. And then eventually people were like, you should make a podcast, and then here I am today. So I mean, I guess the mentality didn't really, like, come from, like, a certain, like, it wasn't something I discovered, it wasn't something I really stole, like, it just came from a bunch of influences in my life, and that's just what I decided to name it, because, you know, the definition of being a baddie is just being independent, you know, being yourself, being confident, embracing, like, that you are a human and you do mess up and there are things you can work on but like with this mindset you'll respect yourself more, you'll be more confident, you'll be able to understand what to do in certain situations in your life to where you're not acting like this regular teenager who's a mess because I don't know if you guys know this but like anytime you really ask an adult about their teenage life they're just like oh (laughs) I was a mess. You know, you ask college kids like, how was your high school like? Oh my gosh, like I was a mess. I had all these mental health issues going on and all this dating drama going on. You know, I had all this school drama. I had all this like stuff to do like with being an athlete and I, I didn't know how to manage it. So I guess like the mindset really came from me thinking about how a lot of teenagers don't really know how to manage and organize their life and to stop putting themselves in certain situations. So I guess that's really where it came from. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening this week. I hope you guys tuned in next week, and I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Please go follow the Body Bible Instagram because I really need to get more followers on that because a lot of people do not know it exists. So if you're listening to this, please go ahead and give it a follow. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have a great week. I'll definitely be answering more questions soon. I love you guys.